Hello and welcome back to Box Popcast, the weekly pseudo-academic roundtable of popcorn. Larry, my name is Christopher Maverick, but you can call me Mab, and I am once again here with my co-host. Everybody's here. Anna, Monica, Katya, Wayne, how's it going, guys? So today, I woke up to a giant thunderstorm. It was like 70 degrees, like, this past weekend, and then around 10 a.m. it started snowing, which I think signals it's the end of the world, and I just want everyone to know that, so this could be the last thing I put out into the world. That and the number of people I know that have contracted COVID over the holidays is growing steadily by the day, and that's a little alarming. That I expected. Hannah's thing I did not, so this was a drearier how's it going than I was looking for. I'm also getting married in two weeks, (laughs) so it's just a ticking clock to figure out if I'm actually allowed to get married surrounded by healthy friends and family (laughs) in two weeks. Well, Godspeed. Yes. That's exciting. Are you going to do a wedding episode? Oh, we could do a Monica's oh. Getting Hitched episode. Very special. We can do a cultural analysis of Monica's wedding specifically. Uh, I, I thought you were going to say of all weddings, which might be, you know, but we could just, sure, we can just critique her wedding. Sure, why not? Yeah, we can critique the wedding. Is that not what academics do? Is that not? And now don't you regret that? That is a wedding practice, is to just talk shit about people's weddings. Yeah, <laughs> but you should be behind their back. We don't want to agree with you here. Continuum of things that would be worse. Would you like people to talk shit about your wedding, or would you want a bunch of very irritating academics to deconstruct the symbolism at your wedding? Because Ooh. I think of those two, that second one makes me want to hurt people more. The thing is, I know she'd rather have us deconstruct it because I've like literally read her work where she. Well, I mean, she did Spider Man's I mean, wedding. To us but... voluntarily, so. <laughs> yeah, you're I here did on Spider Man's wedding. Yeah, so that would so, be fun. Oh my god, uh, if I, I'm gonna be very excited if you actually got that dress. If you got the Mary Jane dress, oh no, it's, uh, spoiler! <laughs> it's well, because Willie Smith made exactly one of them, and I reached out to so many people to try and figure out what happened to the dress after the campaign, and wasn't mm-hmm. able to ever track it down. Are you kidding? And, or are you serious? Because I'm actually not sure. I'm serious. Uh, not to actually, actually wear it for the wedding, but for the research for the article, I wanted okay. to know what happened oh, to the I dress. I meant, I were you serious about that? that was you wanted that for your wedding and you were like engaging in oh goodness my ego is not hunt. that <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't, you know that's dedication man i, I, yeah. I respect that and the millions and millions of dollars that would cost you. So yeah. No, I bought my dress used because I do not believe in spending an exorbitant amount of money on a dress that I wear for four hours. I recommend that anybody who gets married does it for change that they can find in their sofa. It makes a lovely wedding. And I would like to welcome back to, my, to the show. Stephanie, my wife is here. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that is how we did it. Yeah, I, I second that. Yeah, we, yeah, like, like literally, if you can keep the cost of your wedding under a hundred dollars, you, you're doing great. Which we did. So you know, I'm all for it. So. <laughs> but congratulations, Monica, to your wedding next week for the listeners. Monica, a five star review on iTunes. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> as a wedding gift. As a wedding gift for the gifts. <laughs> oh, that'd be great if, if people will write us a five star review that just congratulations Monica and nobody people are like what the hell are you and talking no about context, so, no reviews so yeah anyways it's the box office show it is the box office show that we do every year so we are going to draft and review every movie that's coming up in 2022 that we know 
love. And we're going to talk about what's going to do well. And we are going to figure out, you know, who's going to win next year's box office. But first, I guess we should talk about last year's box office game. Who won, Mav? I did. Yay. Yay. It was close. It was actually a lot closer than you'd probably think it'd be. It came in really tight. I knew that my best shot was Spider-Man, which I had at the very end, but I didn't feel great about it because I lost a lot of movies and I was like, well, how much money can Spider-Man make in a pandemic? And I thought it was going to be tight and it was. And then Spider-Man made all of the money. Spider-Man had made over half a billion dollars domestic as of the close of the year. And it only oh, wow. opened on the 17th. Yeah, it made a ridiculous amount of money. Dang. So that took me well over. I got, with the rules of the game, I got almost $400 million of my $888 million. So almost half my money is just from Spider-Man in wow. the last week and a half of the year. So, so in, in the event, <laughs> Mav, that you are unable to fulfill your responsibilities as winner of the movie game, responsibilities being gloating for the next two months who is our runner up that's hannah it's easily i want i want to say i didn't want to win by the end because my final big movie was sing to and all i could think was the children (laughs) please don't go in covid terms i feel like this actually signals a return to equilibrium on some level because as we all know, 2020 was the year that I won, which was a signal of the end times. Because <laughs> as we all know, I think my movies, as we are doing this show, because I have no idea what I'm doing. So the fact that I won was just a demonstration of, like, mm, no, this is a cursed time. So honestly, I'm kind of glad that the, the people who I think are most invested in this game, <laughs> sure, not to put words out. in your mouth, Wayne, but. You, well, no, you're absolutely fine. I, yes, I'm on that same page. I do want to point out that I lost roughly half of my picks from last year. So it may have been a different story if anything I chose came out. You lost seven to 15. So yeah, yeah, almost half. Now, to be fair, I lost six of my 15. So yeah, but you can repick them. You know what? I'm, I'm picking New Mutants because I picked that the last two years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you pick New Mutants when you go right ahead. But yeah, so the final results and they're up forever on our website at www.boxpopcast.com. But I ended up with $888 million. Hannah came in second with $634 million. And then Kat you were actually third with 371 and Wayne was fourth with 302. So Hannah almost not quite beat Katya and Wayne combined. Interesting. (laughs) Anyway. The wild card of this year is we have five people now. We have five people now. So Monica, have you been looking forward to this game ever since you joined the show? (laughs) One, because I I come from a family that always like fills out like March Madness bracket and we've been preparing for this my whole life. So see how (laughs) it goes. And this is going to be great. So for Monica's benefit and for listeners who haven't heard the show before, and and if you haven't, you should go back and listen to our our previous box office drafts. As we discuss what movies are going to be great and which ones we think are going to suck. And sometimes we're right and sometimes we're very wrong. But what we're going to do is we are each going to draft 15 movies. And the way we score points is however much money your movie makes at the U.S. domestic box office times the score Rotten Tomatoes. That's how much money you make for that movie. So if a movie makes $100 million and has a Rotten Tomato score of 70%, you get $70 million. If it makes $100 million and has a score of zero, you get nothing. And the movie has to come out in wide release in 2020. If your movie came out on two screens and were in the last week of the year, then you can still take it. But you can't choose Spider-Man right now because that's that was in wide release already. I guess it's worth saying that if the movie gets pushed to 2023 or gets moved to streaming service... 
you don't get to pick another movie later on in the year. You just lose the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah Whatever yeah. happens in the next hour is what happens. Yeah. So that's the game. And uh, our draft commissioner is Stephanie. That's why she's here today. Steph makes sure that the game goes accordingly and that I don't cheat, which I wouldn't, but I don't know. People were worried about that. So Stephanie controls the order of the draft. She's got... You're doing behind the scenes, so... I just know what you're doing here. I don't really like. You think the over shoulder while movies? your calculus alts or anything? So. Oh, actually, that's usually Hannah does more of those than I do. Oh, okay, that's fair then. <laughs> but, but also, how would you even cheat in this? By doing uh -huh. research and having plans and thinking yeah, about this at a time. That's just good game playing. So, but Cheater. no, it's not. So, yeah, we, so how do we get the how do we get the random numbers? Okay, so very scientifically. I've taken a sheet of paper, cut it into five pieces. On one side of each piece, I've put the letters A through E, because we have five people this year. Mm -hmm. And then I randomly shuffled them, closed my eyes, shuffled them for a couple minutes, and then turned them over so I can't see the letters. And I write the numbers one through five on them. And so people will choose a letter, and I will open it up and tell them their order. Okay, so I think what we're going to do is, since Monica's never played before, she'll get to choose the first letter, and then we will go in reverse order of the results from last year. So it will be Monica, then Wayne, then Katya, then Hannah, then... Great. Mm -hmm. Monica, you're on. How about B? Okay, B is... Oh, good choice. Number one. Monica, I'll be first pick in, in the draft. Mm -hmm. da, da, da. E. Okay, E is da, 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 number four. Then I'm going to go with C for cookie. Okay. C is number three. Hmm. All right. Um, right. I'll go with D for dog. Okay. D is number five. Sorry. Oh, that's um, actually good. That's actually okay. good. Which means that I, I whatever the letters. One is two. Yeah, two. that's two. Yeah. All right. So I picked second. So for the listeners, we use a snake draft. So we pick one, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. So Monica will have the first pick and then she will not pick again till number 10. Hannah will pick, have picks five and six. And that's how we roll. That's the order. So Monica, you have the first pick. Make it a good one because <laughs> you don't come sure. up again. Because so. I don't get it for another nine turns. Yeah. Right. But you totally have have the chance to and pick you get two the in biggest a row. blockbuster in the world. Yeah. Well, yeah. she will later. Yeah. Right. I, mm, no pressure for my <laughs> first pick since Spider-Man was so big this year. I'm going to take Spider-Verse number one. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, blockbusters, yeah, blockbusters go fast in this game. So <laughs> good pick, I think. So you, you're expecting this to be a good movie, I take it then. <laughs> well, I think it's a popular one. Yeah. I think based on the success of the first one and also the success of live action Spider-Verse that came out this year, like it's just the thing that people are waiting for. So I think even if it's not a good movie, that a lot of people are going to go see it anyway. So give me the money. Right. Let's be real. Most of the Spider-Man movies are really good compared to like every other superhero franchise. Namely New Mutants. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I get the second pick. Yep. All right. Well, my first pick is still available, which has never happened before. So I'm going with Thor Love and Thunder. That is Ooh. my first pick. And my note here that I wrote to myself just says Taika with four exclamation marks. So that was my reasoning. I actually think this is going to be really good. I think it's it's what I'm betting on to be the biggest Marvel movie of the year. I mean, I might be wrong. You know, having the biggest Marvel movie of the year is always really good for this game. And there are a few options. And Thor was the one I thought would mm. be it. So that's what I'm going with. Okay. All right. Caught you. Continuing on the theme of Marvel movies, I feel like this is a moderately riskier one, but I'm going to go with Black Panther. Mm. 
Boo. It's, <laughs> okay. it's been, yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced it's coming out. <laughs> I'm not either, but this is one where I want it because I think if it does release, and, yep. everyone will go see it because Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. But yeah, That's it's been pushed back. I think it's been yeah. pushed back twice, right? Twice well, or three once times. For the, once for the t- pandemic and once because Letitia Wright is currently injured. Um, officially, she's currently injured. So I'm not convinced this movie's coming out this year. And that it's the most dangerous one for me because I, I think they're going to fire Letitia Wright. I think they're going oh. to have to. I think they're going to have to. And that's... And, is, and is this one of your chaos multipliers? It's a key. I, I mean, not that the numbers matter. So in my draft order, I have chaos and the multipliers, which are, you know, a number from one to five five with how you know you know how much chaos is in the system how much how certain i am that everything's or zero to five zero is it's fine and then uh, five is I, anything crazy could happen and i have little confidence in it i gave black panther a three and a half like i and, I, and mav mav plays by logic while yeah. katia plays by uh serendipity right. and the heart so if you're we'll right if it comes out you're gonna make a bunch of money yeah but oh yeah it's, no <laughs> it's risky but anyway yeah. we'll, we'll see yeah. time will tell uh i think that brings us to wayne wayne's Wayne? next Mm-hmm. Going with Doctor Strange. Yep. Yeah. Because I and my reasoning for that, I like Mav. I for whatever reason, I think this is going to be the one. You think it's Thor? I think it's going to be Doctor Strange. We'll mm-hmm. see. But I, quite honestly, I think that's kind of a toss up. Yeah. But yeah, my my thoughts on Black Panther are, are very similar to Mav's as well. Mm-hmm. But I want it to happen. So so <laughs> yeah. if I pick it, it will happen. So so I'm going to break the superhero streak and pick another movie, which is Jurassic World Dominion. <sighs> and my reason why is because I think it is the movie of our current time. Timeline in the sense that both it was the first movie that started filming once COVID hit. And of all the franchises, and I know I've said this before on the podcast, but of all the franchises that should know better, it should be Jurassic World slash Park. And also, <laughs> I thought everybody else that the sequels were stupid and like, why are people like doing this? And then I realized, oh, the relentless march of capitalism forces people to and do funny things mm-hmm. in fiction and in real life and it's our current moment and we're relentlessly marching to the death so jurassic world that was an uplifting reason <laughs> yeah I, did you guys not read my blog post here to see okay i'll go back to superheroes um and i'm gonna pick batman because they've been heavily featuring batman and catwoman and that was my first ship as a kid i didn't know what shipping was but i knew that batman and catwoman were soulmates and this could be really terrible or this could be a superhero couple of my dreams either way i think this is a solid the the only thing that i'm worried about with this one the only reason it wasn't my top pick was because it's coming out early march March, and 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 there could be a covid um break like that that's the only thing that kept me from yeah but I want to say that after Spider-Man just made like a billion dollars by the end of its run in the U.S., I don't think studios are so much worried about COVID anymore unless like... Mm -hmm states are shutting things down and based on this current moment it seems like no one wants to shut anything down despite what's happening so i'm, I'm doing like the shrug emoji that no <laughs> one can see me okay okay wayne oh we're back to me already yeah. i'm gonna do something similar to what i did last time i'm gonna do the jordan peele movie nope oh wow oh, yeah yeah that, oh, that was, that was pick. why i didn't think anybody was gonna take that this early i thought that was next round really? for me i'm like oh i'm like yeah. nobody's gonna. Which, which is why i took it this round good job yeah. Yeah. yeah, you shouldn't like rely on us to do anything logical, Mav. I'm just gonna yeah, right up. I think I got whatever you the know. last one was. <laughs> yeah, it, much the same way. Get out, and then us. You took uh, last yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah, good. Yeah, good move. Um, no one knows much about this Jordan Peele movie with Daniel Kaluuya starring in it, uh, and I mean called Nope. It's called Nope. Okay. And yep. he's not made a bad one yet, so mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the logic. Good move. I'm. Mm, 
I'm gonna go with my gut here. I'm gonna go with Lightyear. Good pick. Yeah. That's, okay, remind me which one that is. That's Buzz Lightyear. That is Buzz Lightyear. Oh, yeah, movie. Right. Mm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, um, Evans instead of Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah and Tim it's a Allen serious like, drama. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah, very serious drama. It's definitely done in a, a noir kind of vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. So basically it's 65, but animated. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway. I'm not picking 65. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but but I am picking, I thought we'd be out of superhero movies, but we're not. So I'm going to go with The Flash. Ooh. I, I don't think it's going to be good. I think we the Michael Keaton of it all. I, yeah, I think Michael Keaton's in it. And I think it's, I'm just, I'm hoping for it to be good. And I think it's going to make a lot of money. Actually, we're, we have a lot more superhero movies, technically. Anyway. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Because I well, because people didn't pick them as fast as I thought they would. Yeah. So Monica gets two in a row. Ooh, I think I'm gonna do a crazy thing, and I'm gonna pick. Don't worry, darling. Ooh. And that is because that is the movie where Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles got together. And Ooh. I feel like people are going to be curious enough about that fact to go to the theater. And people love Harry Styles. I'm really banking mm-hmm. on the Harry Styles fans to not let me down on that one. Okay. What I know about this movie, because I had it way, way down on my list. I'm interested in it and I will go see this, but I didn't think it would come up this early. It stars Florence Pugh and Shia LaBeouf. And the premise is times aren't great for women because it's the 1950s and kind of a controlling husband, kind of a somewhat high-spirited, as they might say, woman. She starts suspecting that it's not really the 1950s, that she's from the future and she's living in a simulation devised by her husband to control her. The long division. Meets the Stepford Wives. Yeah, yeah. She, she and, and I'm really looking forward to this movie. So, interesting pick. Uh, Monica, still your turn. <laughs> my next pick, as much as I want it to be a superhero movie, because I'm going to go watch them all anyway, it's not a superhero movie. It's a movie that got pushed from 2021. I'm picking Top Gun. Uh, That's Top what Gun. happened to it. Top okay. Gun me. <laughs> yep. Yep. Wow. Oh, wow. Mm. That throws everything into chaos for me. I, yeah. I, <laughs> what, this is the first, this is the first <laughs> year in three years that I do not get to have Top Gun. I always call it Top Gun me. <laughs> and, I've, and, I, and I've had it the last three years and or yep. last years. And I, it, for it, it, it what would you give me for Top Gun? For it? Are you going to give me Doctor Strange for Top Gun math? Because we could no, that's nope, know anyway. that game. Against the rules. <laughs> no <laughs> It's okay. I wouldn't have taken it anyway because it's my pick and I would have let Top Gun go one more time because as much as I want Top Gun to do well, because, you know, we need a highway to the danger zone, you know, and we need to have our breath taken away. And I I would love Top Gun to do well, but it can't do well in a year where there's a mission impossible. We have an impossible mission to do, people. We have the seventh impossible mission (laughs) and Tom Cruise could kill himself in any of these movies. But Tom Cruise has not de- done seven of these films to kill himself in a Top Gun movie. If he's going to die, it's going to be in the Mission Impossible franchise. And that comes out later than Top Gun Maverick. So I'm taking Mission Impossible. So yeah, I'm always torn between like picking the ones that I want to have and like, in the ones that I think you guys are going to take. <laughs> because I don't think any of you actually want the movies that are on my list. One that you want. Speak from your heart. It has never let you down, except when it does. <laughs> except the two challenges let me down. I mean, it got me for 2020, so... Yeah. And that's astonishing and upsetting, actually. I don't know. It's a Marvel movie, and those seem reasonably not terrible. I'm gonna go with Morbius. <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember my discussion about Jared Leto from last week? Did it, I mean, did it just slip your mind? You know, if she wants it, just let her have it. Let her have it. <laughs> she, 
I mean, it, it means nobody else has to pick it. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's gonna come out. See, that's one of those ones where I feel like I'm supposed to pick it because it's more likely to make money than, for example, Sonic the Hedgehog Two, and that's where my heart is. Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog did well. And none of us picked it, and we made a mistake well, in doing that. Yeah. Did well. Did spoilers. Spoilers. There's more game to come. Maybe okay. Get this it's Wayne's turn, isn't it? Yep, it's okay. Wayne's turn. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the the next John Wick. It's already been, it's already been canceled. Well, bump till 20. I mean, we could not tell you, but bump till March 2023. Okay. All right. <laughs> we are good friends. No, thank, thank oh, you. All right. Um, all right. I'm going to go with the, the, the Pixar turning red. Oh, oh good. Pick. Pick. That, look, that looks adorable. Yep. It's also, Pixar. That's the most, most Katya movie I've seen ever. It's like a girl who turns into a red panda. Oh, that one. Yeah. That does speak so good. See, this is the problem when you're literally picking things during the show is you're just like, mm. <laughs> okay, Hannah. Fine, I'll just do it. I'll go with Black Adam because it's Dwayne Johnson and he makes money and I should have picked Jungle Cruise again, but I didn't. <laughs> so here we are doing that thing. Whatever. Black Adam. And we will all probably go see it now that he's announced yeah. that he won't be doing any more Fast and Furious movies. I'll go see it. I like the Shazam movie. I don't know how I like this the is Shaz- I, I love Shazam. I think it's actually the best DC movie they've made. Well, this I is agree. A, this is sort of a sequel. Not exactly. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I I I want to see this. I, I don't know yeah. that it's going to do well, but <laughs> but it's interesting. It's, it's certainly an interesting pick. Still your turn. Okay, I'm going to go with Strange World. Ah. Okay, it's the November Disney movie, and you know I was like Encanto. It's not going to come out, but no, it did come out. So why not trust that Disney is just going to release its crap and they've gone <laughs> theatrical only? So here we go, Strange World. <laughs> and that looks interesting. I mean, what we know about it is that he's a biracial character in a animated cartoon and i think that's like all we really know it's disney's going to make a movie that's woke and explores like honestly the logo looks like indiana jonesy yeah i'm i mean i'm I'm curious i'm definitely curious about it so so those are my picks so let's go okay wait okay this is probably a strange one might be a strong one i this is one going based on this was a really popular book it's a drama probably Mm. not going to be the big blockbuster but i think it's going to be well reviewed it's uh, where the crawdads sing Mm -hmm. that one is interesting actually i read the book and liked it a lot Mm. I'm very curious about this film. It's not going to be a blockbuster, but I think it's going to do fairly well. I think it's going to have some critical appeal. Yeah, and and that's one where I'm I'm picking based on the idea of critical. Mm -hmm. I'll make all $12. My my Rotten Tomatoes prediction is 91%. Yeah, I predict the Rotten Tomatoes score of every movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Part part of my process. Now, I'm not going to lie, the longer I play this game with you, the more I'm a little concerned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not prepare like this. I, no. I guess it's good that you win because you put so much time and effort into it. And if you watch Game of Thrones for eight seasons and watch the end and it was, oh, God, no. I feel like that's like you at the end of every box office. Who won the first one? I forget. I did. Mav. No, I but technically disqualified Mav because he picked Cass the first time. I I, yeah, I, 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 I do not apologize. No. I have no regrets. Anywho, <laughs> I'm going to go with one that is definitely a critical pick and not a popular pick. That was if this is if this doesn't get 100 score on Rotten Tomatoes, I will be astonished. I'm going to go with Uncharted. And yes, that was very facetious. In case anyone was wondering, I was waiting for you to pick it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> 
I mean, you know what? It's, it's one of Tom those Holland. I, I want it to do well. And I think we're actually getting to the point where some video game movies that are made, people are being more strategic about the games that they're picking. And I think actually the story of Uncharted is one that could translate to a, like a movie format well. Yeah, they called it Indiana Jones. I it mean, is, it, 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 it was Indiana Jones with, with like you, you skew the camera a little bit and there's a little <laughs> bit more of the female gaze slightly going on. And that's about it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think that would make a fun movie. Is it going to be spectacularly like great? No, it's going to be really film? bad. Oh. <laughs> I think it will, but I think it will be like bad in the way that like, like I think it will be fun, but critically meh at best. But I think it, I think it could be a fun movie. <laughs> okay. And Uncharted is an incredibly popular, like, franchise. People will go see it, I think. It's your turn. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you kind of, someone has to do this at some point. And so I guess, you know, because I've still got oh, stuff I, on my first page. Mm-hmm, and, and, mm-hmm. and I don't want to do this. I, I want to oh. I want, oh, do it. That just I, do it. I don't do want it. to do this. I just have to because someone has to. So I'm picking Avatar 2. I mean, we judge you. Yeah, and we all, yeah. this is well, this so, the cat's so, moment again. We're all gonna—you're disqualified. You know, I, I, this is not the cat. Cats was one for me. I wanted cats, <laughs> and I don't want Avatar two. I Nobody know Avatar. I, 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 but but here's where I'm at with it. it it's Avatar two, right? It's Avatar. But on the other hand, it's Avatar, and as much as we might want to make fun of it right now, thus far, James Cameron does not make mistakes. James Cameron has a perfect box office record. It's amazing. James Cameron only makes the most popular movies of all time. He's done it like a couple of times. He's done Titanic. He's done Avatar. He made a bunch of money with the first Terminator. I don't know how he does it. So if James Cameron says that, you know, he's going to invent technology to revolutionize movie making in ways that we cannot conceive of for Avatar 2, which is what he is on record as saying, much like he did when he started the 3D craze, which was a thing that he did. I presume that he's going to wander from theater to theater and personally pleasure people as they watch the film uh, every time the Nazi uh, have sex. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> I think you turned out <laughs> people off. No, I hope it's delayed forever and ever now. Okay. Okay. It's Monica's. Okay. Okay. I'm also going to pick a movie that we don't really want that I think is going to do well. And it's Fantastic Beasts. Uh, (laughs) I'm not doing it for transphobe J.K. Rowling. I'm not doing it for Johnny Depp. I'm doing it for Daddy Mads Mikkelsen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, That's fair. if, If you never have Googled pictures of Mads Mikkelsen with fans at conventions as Hannibal, you really should. Mm, Because mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. just a bunch of Daddy Mads strangling fans sexually. And it's hilarious. (laughs) It is one of my favorite weird corners of the internet. Okay. I will be seeing that. I've tapped out of that franchise. Uh, I'm done. (laughs) Next pick, please. My next pick is going to be Aquaman. Not because I think it's a good movie, but because I genuinely enjoyed the trash fire that was Aquaman number one. Since they've been picked now, I want to say that the reason why I didn't touch Avatar 2 or Aquaman was not as a moral thing, but because they're both scheduled to be released. on the same date, I'm yeah, I know. I'm convinced mm-hmm. one of them is going to move. Same date in December, one of them is going to move. It's going to be Aquaman because James Cameron doesn't make mistakes. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That's my thought. Aquaman was my next. Been moved eight thousand times pre-pandemic. Yes. yes, but because he mm-hmm. said he wasn't ready, this is different. He says he's ready now, <laughs> so that's <laughs> okay. I, I, oh. I have no faith in this personally. I I merely have faith in the universe to just do what James Cameron wants it to do. So, Mav, you're and that's there? why we're. We're not friends anymore, Mav. I don't like it. It's just the world we live in. I don't make the rules. Okay. <laughs> so Aquaman would have been my next pick. So that was the first deal. So instead, I'm going with the film Elvis. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Tom Hanks uh-huh. got COVID for this movie. Like, oh, that's and, true. And, and, and I mean, I think it's going to be delightful. I think it's going to have a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I feel like Tom Hanks is like, I want to win another Oscar. Yeah. I'm going to be Colonel Parker. Right. It's Elvis. And, you know, I'm looking forward to this. I don't think it's going to make a like a bajillion dollars, but I think it's going to do pretty well. Okay. I feel like all the movies on my list are movies that no one else wants. <laughs> no, just pick one and watch us grow. I'm actually... Hmm. So my mom really loves this movie series for reasons I don't fully understand. Well, I also do. It's also her ringtone. I have to pick Minions: The Rise of Gru. Hey. <laughs> what I was gonna do next, hey. honestly. <laughs> I mean, I think it's one of those movies that, like, okay, we will still be in some version of a pandemic. Parents need something to entertain their children with. I think that is a reliable movie that parents will be like a child thing. Let us go watch it. Also, it like the Minions making weird noises is literally my mom's yeah. ringtone. Has been for a very long time so a child thing and your mom's not a child the first one made like a billion dollars yeah yeah and they've like exponentially decreased since then because every sequel since then has been progressively weirder but if you have a small child that like that wants to see a movie i think it's relatively reliable and you know july feels like it might possibly come out this year yeah Mm -hmm. it's been pushed back like five times yeah Yeah. because well but i think that's because they have faith in it so yeah I've I've never liked one of those films. I think I think they're all unwatchable. <laughs> I've tried. Well, we're, we're not the audience, so yes, but I know. I'm not five. I get it. You're die. not nine. Yeah, death on the Nile. I, I have no real reason yeah, for that. I will see that. Yeah, stuff's gonna go. Is Johnny Depp in that by any chance? No. No. Okay. Nope. Gal Gadot. Boo. Boo. The no, is. Yeah, Army mm, Hammer. Okay. No matter how hard Disney tries to hide it, Army Hammer is. Yeah, they're. <laughs> And they can't get him out. And they've they've taken Johnny Depp. Up. They they did bite the bullet to get him out of the Fantastic Beast. They're just they're just daddy <laughs> mads. And casting Stop. an actor that everyone likes more, but looks nothing like Johnny Depp. And it's <laughs> okay. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the safe choice of Halloween ends, and then I'm gonna go with something that is in my heart, which is Lost City. Mm. Which um, if you haven't heard of this, you should all Google the trailer because it's Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and Daniel Radcliffe in a rom-com reminiscent of romancing the stone mm-hmm. and josh usually like only indulges when i want to watch romantic comedies but like, he was like i'm super excited for this film so if josh <laughs> wants to see it that means the every man wants to see it because i've decided that josh predicts the future i don't have the faith in it that hannah does but i'm i want to see this I, movie I don't, don't like minions, so that's I don't care about winning i just care about the purity of the game <laughs> It looks really good. It looks really funny. Daniel Radcliffe is the villain, and he looks like he's having the time time of his life. So Daniel Radcliffe in every movie that's not Harry Potter looks like he genuinely loves acting, and it's yes. so heartwarming. If you've never watched a stupid indie Daniel Radcliffe movie, do yourself a favor because he actually he just seems like he's having a ball the entire time. Daniel Radcliffe made a movie where he plays a dead guy who farts, and he was ecstatic the entire film. He also played a movie where he had guns for hands the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good movie, but Daniel Radcliffe seems like he's having so much fun having guns yeah. for hands. You had so much fun if you had guns for hands in a movie? Yeah. Well, we're back to a Wayne, little inconvenient when you gotta pee. <laughs> okay, Wayne. yeah. Wait. Uh, uh, this, I'm, once again, I'm going for a critic score. Uh, Cyrano. Hmm. Hmm. 
Well, I a question of are there any musicals coming out, and that is the answer to my question. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to happen or not, but I, I, that was one of my that was one of the ones where I was questioning. But yeah, yeah. Well, Wait, which, it, one, which one's it, the it won't, be the, won't be the first time I've lost a movie. Serena, it's oh. a Serena de Bergerac story, starring yeah. Pierre Diglish. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, looks good. I mean, it looks like a. I mean, it yeah. sounds like it would be awesome. I don't want to see this, but for some reason, I want to pick it. Green. What? What? Cream. Cream, as in screaming, oh, as in I am oh, okay. okay. because, oh God, we're all going to die. Yes. I want to see that. It's not my kind of movie, but I feel like, you know, it's the sort of thing people would go see. Huh, okay. Like, why not? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, actually. I mean, the only reason I don't think it's going to do well is because it's in January, and that's mm-hmm. where, yep. and that's where yeah. they don't horror movies that they don't want anybody to see. Yeah, but it, that's true. But, but like, that's the, that's the only reason I don't think it's going to, because it seems like I thought there were still fans of that franchise. I'm a fan um, of that franchise. The fact that they were releasing it January 14th makes me feel like they don't have any faith in it, you know, but so maybe they do. Maybe they're just like, I wonder if we can make money in January. That's possible. I mean, Black Panther made money anyway. Also with the Omicron spiky, spiky times. So yeah. that's true. Okay. I did. I didn't think it would get to this would make it back to me, but you know, fool me once shame on me. I'm going Sonic the Hedgehog too. I'm going to take it. I mean, people want to see that thing for some reason. And maybe it's out of spite. I don't know. Tails is in this one. You know, that's something people like, like tails. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, Monica. All right. Getting two again. Uh-huh. I'm going to take Downton Abbey. I, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised Hannah hadn't already got that. Oh, I don't think it'll make that much money, but I, if theaters are safe, I will go see it three times like I saw the first one because that first, the first <laughs> one was the most hilarious I've ever seen. I I enough of a like, fan base for that. Enough of, yeah. So nerds will go see it. Yeah, but yeah. all the people exactly. Be afraid of going back to the theater, which is why a lot of movies were hit hard this year. The first movie I saw in a completely full theater to the point where it was like a double decker theater, and I had to sit in one of the back rows, and I was one of the only people under the age of fifty. So it could go either way. But the fact that this was a completely full theater, mm-hmm. and I've sat in yeah. very few completely full theaters that weren't Marvel movies, makes me yeah. feel like I'm gonna go for it. I also think it's a solid critic pit because they just love yeah. Abby no matter how bad it actually is. <laughs> I mean, and, I and you're saying that and you're going to see it three times and you're no, calling no, no, it like, no like 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 Downton Abbey the series was really bad at certain points like it was offensively yeah. bad but the writing was garbage and critics were like 100% and so I think that it's a great thing honestly Monica not being sarcastic in that I feel like I'm being a little, sound a little sarcastic but I'm not I'm making fun of critics anyway and then my second pick I'm going to take the untitled David O. Russell film damn it yeah. <laughs> that was the time yeah great cast oh, damn it because that cast can't um, so I, I wrote my, my note is just um, writing the cast Anya Taylor Joy, Margot Robbie, oh. uh, Remy Malik, De Niro, John David Washington, Bale, Malik, Michael Shannon, Timothy Oliphant. This is ridiculous. I mean, John David Washington. Let's just hand out all of the Oscars. Chris Rock, like literally everybody in Hollywood's. And it, it's either, I mean, it, we know nothing about it. He won't talk, he won't even say the title, but he has cast a bajillion people, and it's either going to be amazing or it's going to be a movie. 43. The people are going to go see it anyway, given yeah. the casting. Yeah, good pick. 
Okay, Mav, you're up. All right. I was, I was hoping to I was hoping to sleep and snag that one later. So exotic from me, so fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I it. All right, I'm gonna pick the bad guys. Mm. It's a DreamWorks cartoon movie. They need a hit. <laughs> <laughs> DreamWorks doesn't have a lot left as far as like franchises or anything go or blockbusters. So I feel you know they'll pump some advertising money into this. It comes out in April, almost May. It's like April 22nd. It's after tax day. You'll have a couple extra bucks in your pocket and, and you know you just want to get the kids out of the house like maybe if we're lucky we're, we're between variants of covid and you know i feel like that's a good shot at a film there's nothing else like kid ish around there so i'm going with that one i'm going with the bad guys animated cartoon okay caught yeah so i'm interested to actually see what you guys think of this one since you people are more film loaded than i am because i admit i entirely have picked this one because of the name mm-hmm. and the premise I, I have honestly no idea how valuable this is as a box office pick i want the outfit yes. and the only reason for that is because this is this is how the, the, what the, the premise is basically there is an english tailor that makes fabulous suits on Seville Row, which is like for people who are not garment nerds, is one of the most famous places in the world for buying bespoke suits. And has some kind of like tragedy and then basically makes suits for gangsters in Chicago. And this sounds like this, I, I, I'm like, I I, 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 I want it. Mm-hmm. Great critical pick. Not sure it'll make money. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I don't think it'll make money. I'm basically banking on the idea that it'll make a tiny amount of money, but critically will do well. You asked what we thought of it. So here's my note that I wrote to myself. <laughs> I said, this wants to be Oscar bait so badly, but like it's February. <laughs> That's I mean, how often do you get far... to pick a movie about a tailor that works oh. for gangsters in a city that I lived in for a special period of time? I think it's, a, I mean, I, I want to see it. It's I'll go, the- you'll go, Monica will go. Like literally everyone on this show <laughs> going to go to that movie. <laughs> we will be the five people. <laughs> yeah. And, which, uh, that, I, which also means that is a movie I might actually go see in theaters because it will be me, the one person I have convinced to go with me and like some other random tailoring nerd in Portland are all sitting in the same theater and that's it. You can make a yeah. new friend that day. Uh, right, you know? We'll be sewing buddies. From a distance because, you know, the social Yeah, distance. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it looks good but it's not going to make any money enough. <laughs> but it's, but it's, you know, like I said, pick, it's, it's a picture of me. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wayne. Just because it's insane. This is my insane pick. The unbearable weight of mass talent. Oh! Okay. oh. Yeah. Really not insane pick if we're all going, oh. That's another <laughs> one that I, I wanted to pick mainly because it's another one that's like, not because the premise was interesting, but the premise was so bizarre. That's mm-hmm. kind of where I am, yep. It's basically about a fictionalized version of Nicolas Cage played by Nicolas Cage. I, I want to see it just because I'm expecting it will be bad, and I want to see how weird and bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's this is the kind of movie where I think it's going to have a critic score of 30, 40, something like that. And I think everyone in the world will go see it. <laughs> it's <laughs> Nick Cage, it's Neil Patrick Harris, Tiffany Haddish, and like literally everything about it looks like, oh, this Bizarre was a mistake. It's but the exact opposite. I want to see. Yeah. Exact opposite. No one will go see it, but it has a great critical score. Yeah. Well, those are the only ty- kinds of movies that Nick Cage makes these days. And, but I think this is, I think this is the, the, I think this is crazy cage i don't think this is oscar cage i don't think this is pig cage i, I think this is the bees <laughs> cage <laughs> okay. <Liquor> man cage <laughs> okay hannah you have to okay so i'm going to pick the other dwayne johnson vehicle called the dc league of super pets oh. mm-hmm. uh, 
Yep. Okay. <laughs> that, that is a choice. <laughs> Excuse me. It stars Kate McKinnon, John Krasinski, Diego Luna, Ben Schwartz, Keanu and Reeves, to name a few. Like, they all got blackmailed to making this movie, and children like puppies, and they like superheroes. And I'll also take the name from Toronto. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I, <love that>. <laughs> I took that last year as my final pick because I, and I, um, I, I only want to, it got bumped, and I only want to see it more now. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I take one for the children and I take one from Mav because <laughs> as one seems- should always do. You get really mean when people think this stuff. <laughs> All right, back oh, to me. Wayne, I guess. Okay, it's to Wayne. Yeah. Uh, see, now I'm down with that. I don't know what's left. Uh, Are you sure you don't want the Michael Bay vehicle ambulance? Just yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I think it's going to be so bad. I've written things down and I forget what they are. I'm going with Babylon. Oh, yeah. you had that last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I thought it sounded familiar. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Babylon, which is coming out the it's, last... It's late, yeah, last of the week, last it's of the year. It's coming out the last week of the year. Whoa. Uh, I mean, but it is clearly... $15.37. And it is clearly an Oscar push. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's... I don't know that you got enough time. It looks good. Yeah, I figure <laughs> if I haven't won it by the last week of the year, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. All right, caught you. I'm going to go with Salem's Lot, because why not? I mean, Stephen King does have fans. <laughs> he did a whole show on him one time. And it's, and it's, it's the correct season for a Stephen King movie. Mm-hmm. They do, yeah. I mean, some of his movies make money, and some most most of them are critically meh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least the newer ones. Well, I mean, then you have like it. it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I don't know. It's 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 again my strategy. Insofar as I have one, which I really don't, is that if Katya knows what it is by looking at it a list, that means someone else does too. That's <laughs> That's not a bad pick. This is probably the weirdest one that I'm that I've gotten so far. <laughs> I'm taking the movie Beast. Oh yeah. We don't know much about Beast, but from what we know about it, my my description is that that Idris Elba is gonna do a Taken. <laughs> <laughs> like and I, and, I, and I don't know for sure that's what it is, but it, but it, it appears to be the movie about Idris Elba, a father with a particular set of skills, saving his daughters. That appears to be the I plot mean, of the film. If and, that's and, the plot of the film, I would go see that. If that's yeah. it, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. If that's yeah. all, if that's yeah. all this movie is, then I'm like, okay, I'm in. And I could be wrong, and it could be like maybe they're trying to do something good and critically acclaimed, and I, and then I'll be like real disappointed. But if you, if it's Idris Elba trying to do his best Liam Neeson impersonation, I want that. Yeah, I want that. That was the impression I got. Okay. Hey, Monica. Okay, I am gonna take. Creed 3? My mm. next pick. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was my very next pick. Because I feel like the first two just did incredibly well, and it's all returning cast, and mm-hmm. I don't like... No sly. Yeah, feels safe. Hmm. Yeah, so. And my second pick is going to be The Fablemans, which is the Steven okay. Spielberg biopic. Uh-huh. By Steven Spielberg. feels yeah. risky, given how West Side Story didn't do super well. It was objectively mm-hmm. a really good movie, and I mm-hmm. think it was just kind of chalked up to people didn't want to go watch another West Side Story. But I think this is Steven Spielberg telling Steven Spielberg's story and he has enough dedicated fans, but also he's now working with an original screenplay, which takes away the problems that because he's usually a pretty consistent box office performer. So. Mm-hmm. 
That's my mm-hmm. reasoning on that one. I feel like Spielberg is at the point in his career where he just doesn't give a fuck whether you like his movie or not. These are, you know, he knows he's an older man now and he's like, he's movies that I want to make. He's been, yeah. he's been yeah. there. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, his, and like he made West Side Story. He's like, this is the movie that I want to make. And I think Fablemans is a, it's a coming of age story based on his own life. And I think this is the movie Steven Spielberg wants to make. And he's like, I'm an old man now and I'm a genius. So you either get on, you get on board or you don't. It's, <laughs> I good pick. Okay, math. All right. Well, my next pick is supposed to be Creed 3. So <laughs> that's okay because I'm taking 65. Oh. <laughs> okay. Go um, space. Uh, 65 is, we made a joke about it earlier, but 65 is a, a, a movie about Adam Driver in space. That's it. That's what we know about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the movie. Adam Driver is going to do some sci-fi, um, not attached to a previous property, but you know, He's cut now, so maybe he'll take off his shirt. I don't, I mean, like, who knows? We don't know anything else about it. It's <laughs> sci-fi epic, epic rep and secrecy with Adam Driver mm-hmm. in space. 65. Also sci-fi, actually. I'm mostly just intrigued by this one. I'm going to go with Moonfall. I'm also intrigued, but it looks good. Have you watched the trailer? It looks really good. I haven't seen the trailer, but this is one of the things that popped up on Twitter because I follow sci-fi Twitter. And it's apparently up there with some of the more expensive mm-hmm. in- indie sci-fi films and maybe indie films generally, since sci-fi tends to be fairly large budget because high special effects. But I think like in- indie sci-fi, I think is always really interesting because it feels like a very hit and miss genre. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's, like even directors that are good, like it's a crapshoot. But yeah, like for everything I've heard about it, people are interested in it, and I and you know I want to see an interesting sci-fi film. Especially the special effects are sci-fi. Yeah, like, the special effects are beautiful. For a lot. Yeah. yeah, like I feel like in the last couple of years, like blockbuster sci-fi, pandemic notwithstanding, has gotten very repetitive. Mm-hmm. So I want to see like a good and interesting and original sci-fi movie, and I'm hoping that you know Moonfall maybe does a little bit of that. And give a little bit of backstory on this because I'm looking forward to this. The premise of the film is when we launched the Apollo missions, there's this point where when you're on exactly the opposite side of the moon, there's two minutes of dead air every time you go around that that we weren't able to communicate with with the Apollo. Um, crafts and the premise is we actually were able to communicate with them but there's some crazy alien thing on the moon that the government has been covering up for the last 50 years and we've and the government knows about it and then now it's 2022 and that thing is attacking us and Halle Berry needs to save us that's the premise and it looks gorgeous so I mainly love that because it's also, which I'm not going to go into in detail because it takes too long to explain, but it's a really great, the, what you just described as a premise is a really great nod to like the history, both of sci-fi and sci-fi film for reasons that would take far too long for this to explain. But if somebody wants to leave a five-star review, that's their theory. <laughs> cool. Okay. I'm losing track of who's picked anything. Has anybody picked the Northman yet? Northman? Nope. No. No, but that okay. was one of my next picks. I'm going to pick that then. I have no real reason. I'm that far down on the list. Okay. So it's me. Mm-hmm. So I want to pick two random things. Um, the first one, which is Bullet Train, uh, mm-hmm. also okay. because Josh wants to see this. I'm generally against Brad Pitt films, but five assassins are on a bullet train. <laughs> and I am also going to pick something for me, which is Operation Fortune, which is coming out in March and looks like a fun, fine movie with Aubrey Plaza and Carrie Ells and lots of other people. And, and Hugh Grant is a villain. And I really think that Hugh Grant has found his calling in playing villains. And I encourage him to continue doing that work because I think it really like works for him. <laughs> okay, Wayne, you're up. Uh, yeah, worth that part of the list. I have nothing else. I have... <laughs> okay, Black Phone. Oh, okay. oh, good pick. Also, some critical reviews are out and they're good already. So you know you got th- something there. That's based on a Joe Hill thing or he's involved with it in some way? 
I, I uh, believe it might be. It's an Ethan Hawke horror movie, and I, he might have written it, but I'm yeah, not. Yeah, he, yeah, he's listed as one of the writers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm, sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah. I want this entirely because the the cover art has googly eyes all over it, um, and no other reason. And it's also a sci-fi film, actually. I think everything, everywhere, all at once, <laughs> because googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't resist the googly eyes, man. Okay. This was okay. I'm gonna get historic and I'm gonna get artsy and historic and go for prestige here. And Ooh. I'm going with the Woman King. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I thought I was only gonna have that on my list. But yeah, I the Woman King, Lashana Lynch, Viola Davis, all black cast. It's a historic epic about an all black military unit and like a coup in war and takes place in the 19th century. I, I'm looking forward to this. So, okay, Monica. All right. My first pick is going to be Secret Headquarters for no Ooh. other reason than I love Owen Wilson and I think other people love Owen Wilson. And I think that he was the only reason that people continue to tune into Loki. And so, if he's going to also do a superhero movie that he's leading, potentially it'll go okay. And my second pick, I am going to take the 355. Uh, okay. One, because the title is a nod to the George Washington spy ring, which mm-hmm. listeners will know I worked on turn, which means I love the George Washington spy ring. And it's, I loved Oceans 8, and this feels like Oceans 8, but born. And we <laughs> did a spy episode in which we talked about how much I love spies. And so I'm picking it merely because I really want it to do well, not because I think it will do well. That's but because, a legitimate like, reason. Yeah. I'm going to throw my weight behind it uh, in like hopes and dreams. I saw the trailer for this when I went to go see The King's Man and it was the best part of the evening. I very much enjoyed that trailer. So There are a lot of trailers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mav, you're up. Oh, okay. Going the very much the opposite of the prestige film that I was before, before. I'm going to take Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Damn it. <laughs> I think yeah. that's not unreasonable. Like, ah. it's a, it's one of those movies, it's like, people will take their kids to see that. No, that, that was my next pick, and also until Banderas is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you know... I don't know that anybody cares about the Shrek franchise anymore, but I like Antonio Banderas. And, you know, in September, people will be like, oh, can we just make, you know, the kids are, ha- you know, the kids are home for the weekend, you know, from, you know, we, we, there's no school today. Let's go see. Yeah, that'll keep them quiet for two hours. Sure. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Put some boots. Okay, cut. Yeah. I feel like this one's kind of similar in that I don't know that people care about it, but if you need to get your kids out of the house for, you know, a couple hours, this is might be something that you do. This one that was more complicated because of COVID reasons, because we have the Omicrons. <laughs> but I'm going go with the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm thinking something that'll get the, you know, we need to get the kids out of the house and have some fun till. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this one. What is it called? It's the Life of Mamie Till Mobley, Mother of Emmett Till. Oh! Oh, Whoop, wow. Whoopi, 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 Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that would have worked, worked better if you all knew what it was. No. Yeah. 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 In retrospect, it's I'm funny. Like, okay, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, kids movie Till? No, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's a sleeper pick this late in the game. I mean, yeah, that could, yeah that's going for critical acclaim. Mm-hmm. I, that could be really good. All right. I feel like... Um, 
fair number of people will also go see that, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> Hannah. All right, I am going for the Jeff Lopez vehicle with the... Yeah. There, there are multiple ones, though, but this uh-huh. is the one of the original soundtrack and Owen Wilson mm-hmm. married. Damn it. Mm-hmm. You're taking the good yes. one. <laughs> and I'm just super pumped about this. Me too. I just, oh my God. You guys you should go see it. And also, I think I'm going to pick the, maybe the other, like, final superhero movie on this list, and that is Samaritan. Okay. Um, and, 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 <laughs> and it has Sylvester Stallone in it, and the premise, according to Wikipedia, is a young boy comes to realization that a superhero who is thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may still in fact be around and the film has been described as a dark new take on superhero movies which like okay sure but we'll see how this goes <laughs> okay so here's what I know about Samaritan it's based on a comic book called Samaritan which had two issues published by Mythos Comics in I want to say 2005 and to the best of my knowledge Mythos Comics exists solely as a company to make a comic book in order to trick Sly Stallone into doing a movie about it. <laughs> that is, <laughs> I don't know. Wayne, you worked in a store. I I have no recollection of ever talking to anybody who's ever read this book. I recognize the artwork. I do recognize it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, see, I, I associate that name. I mean, that's the Superman-like character from Kurt Busiek's Astro City. But yeah, the, it's not the, that. But this, this is, is not different. that. This is not that. <laughs> and yeah, and Mythos Comics, yeah, chances of Phantom ever having that on the rack? No. Somebody might special <laughs> ordered it, but I have no memory of this. Yeah. But yeah, but but Sly Stallone's in it, and people do love him. Hey, hey, Men of Black came out as a comic book in 1993, mm-hmm. and nobody knew what it was. So, you know. <laughs> hey, Wayne, you're up. Okay, so in direct opposition to my last pick, I'm going to go with Bob's Burgers movie. Okay. I was actually considering that. Um, I, 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 I mean, that, that show's been going for, what, 11 seasons? It has a fan base. I, I think people will go see it. So I picked it last year, having never seen an episode of the show, but for exactly the reason that you just picked it. I've since watched a few of them, and yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you know, same here. Like, <laughs> last year, I had never watched the show. Marcel and I started watching it this year, and I'm really enjoying it. So, yeah. I, and, and we're nowhere near through it, but I mean, we've plowed through a lot of episodes, and I've, I've really enjoyed it. So If I happen to catch it on the air, I'll, I'll sit down and I'll be like, oh. Mm-hmm. These are funny when I see them. So, so I I don't know the continuity or anything. Mm-hmm. I've seen like four or five of them, and I'm like, oh, yeah. this is kind of cute. And so now I understand why people like this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Caught you. Oh god. Well, that was my last actual pick on my list. So, not that things have been normal up until this point, but it's gonna get weirder. <laughs> I don't know. We're getting to like weird pickings. I feel like. Are we? Okay. I think I, 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 Bob's Burgers is a quality pick. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Um, I think I am gonna go with Lyle Crocodile mostly just because it looks really cute. <laughs> I, I don't hate that. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate that as a pick. I I, I think we took, there's some. That's a quality pick this late in the game. I don't think I don't think that's bad at all. I don't know how much money it's going to make because Sony is not putting a lot of money behind their animation and they've got to do a Spider-Verse this year, so I don't know that they can do two, but maybe they can and and they'll and it will be cute. I don't hate that. Okay, Mav, you're up. All right. I believe Hannah made a joke about it earlier. <laughs> I am taking the Michael Bay film, Amulet. Oh. oh. Yes, it's a Michael Bay film, but it is a Michael Bay film starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Yaya Abudi Mateen, Dr. Manhattan himself. I mean, I want it to work because of that. 
like that guy is great you know yeah. <laughs> there is also an audience whether we approve of that or not there is an audience for michael bay movies well see the thing is that michael bay has made several really good movies and he's made several movies that are absolute shit and the problem is just that he can't tell them apart he just makes what he makes and sometimes <laughs> and so i mean you could get a the rock you could get a the anything from transformers <laughs> like, like, like it just you know you get what you get and, and you have to appreciate that quality yeah. of going to a, a michael bay it, movie of just oh, this flip. could go terribly yeah, I'm hoping for the good coin flip. Okay, Monica. Well, the bad coin flip. You'll get something out of it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm a little mad because I really wanted to marry me. Sorry. <laughs> I wanted to take all of the Owen Wilson movies. You can still pick the other J-Lo movie. I didn't take that. <laughs> I am going to take... I want to dance with somebody. I'm going to take the Whitney Houston oh, biopic okay. because Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Because he's just wonderful in everything. And on the other side of the spectrum, I'm going to take Jackass. Jackass forever. <laughs> Honestly, Jackass, I feel like, is not that bad of a pick. Like, it's another thing where it's like, there is an audience for it. Am I that audience? No. But apparently <laughs> Rob is that audience, so... Hmm. Really? Yeah. You know, you. I mean, your wedding is still for two more weeks. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see Jackass. I mean, I picked it last year. When you love someone, you just accept all of them. Yeah. Including the part that watches Jackass. (laughs) I mean... Stephanie's was still with me, so I don't know. But see, Jackass allows him to express the, that part of himself without like having to do the things that are depicted in Jackass. That's the alternative. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So if that, that's no. the alternative, then watching the movie I think his, is preferable. His childhood home videos in which they do reenact Jackass. So I, I think you chose correctly by not taking yeah. Jackass winning the other day. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think Jill has one good movie in her a year, and, and that's not the one. I, I think Mary mm-hmm. is what. Okay, Mav, you're up. Okay, well, I I get my next pick then, which was the thing that I was dwelling on between this and Ambulance. I guess I'll take the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, I mean, Chris Pratt's in it. That's something, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> isn't he literally in everything? It's gonna be like the Lego Movie, in that like the Lego Movie was a sleeper hit. Yes, yeah. I'm it's, not expecting that. Uh... My 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 Rotten Tomatoes prediction for this is 37. <laughs> percent so I think that's even better. So here's the thing. It also has to compete against the cult classic, very weird Super Mario movie. Uh-huh. And it, no, it can't it possibly. I am a I am a little I'm interested to see what this looks like, but I'm also somewhat offended by it. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean <laughs> we're late in the game here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Kat, yeah, you're up. I'm like losing all frame of reference now. Has anyone picked Ticket to Paradise? No. No. How bad could it be? <laughs> <laughs> And this is why we pick 15 movies. Yes, this is... This There's an George audience Clooney. for it. It's George Clooney, Julia Roberts. There's an audience for it. I am not that audience. Someone will watch it. I mean, you, you're... you you're. I'm, well, I was going to say, you are not a woman of a certain... You are a woman of a certain age, but not that age. There is an age... <laughs> There's a certain age for... what? Actually, Steph... For George Clooney? Oh, yeah. George, George Clooney. Yeah, I was going to say, Steph doesn't... But, but you don't like him, so... Nah, I'm not going to rush out and see that. But There's apparently not, Monica I, is. There's not enough explosions in it. I, you know... But I can appreciate that it exists from a distance, in which I never watch it. But, you know, it's, it's a film. Solid pit. Okay, Wayne. Okay, I'm going to go with the Untitled Bee Gees movie. I will see that. I think that's actually a fun mm-hmm. pick. Yep. Yeah. It was on my list, even though Kenneth Braun is the director. Mm-hmm. Is His it... biopic from this year is doing pretty well, mm-hmm. at least critically, though. 
Hannah's pick right now, that will be 13 complete. So we're doing, so we're doing 15. Yeah, oh, okay. okay, so then I get one more pick after these two at the very end. Yes. Okay, yes. so I want Distant because Ooh. I think that Anthony Ramos that was great in the film he was in this past year. That's in the Heights, thank you. <laughs> yes, really good. Yeah. That's really good. We should, everyone should go see it. It got robbed. Yeah, um, and then I'm going to pick, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do this even though I feel like it's probably not the greatest idea, but whatever. Why not, why not live my life, you know? I'm just going to go with all the Channing Tatum. No, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick Memory. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Not Taking Dog. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I do dogs, but I'm going to I'm going to pick Memory instead, and because Guy Pierce is in it, and my favorite movie is LA Confidential, and Guy Pierce is great in that, so he can one day be in another good movie that mm-hmm. I also enjoy watching. Maybe it's mm-hmm. not this one. Okay. Maybe it is. Awesome memento. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Under the Boardwalk, which is apparently an animated thing about crabs. Yes, it is. That description alone, I'm now going to go see it. Okay, Paramount Animation. And this was gonna be this was gonna be one of my late round picks. This is gonna make no money. And my note on this is Paramount Animation hasn't made a good movie yet. Why start now? <laughs> um, Paramount Animation, which brought you Monster Trucks. Paramount <laughs> Monster Trucks is not about what you think about it. It's about trucks with monsters in them. They're monster trucks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, somewhere there is a six-year-old that thinks that is the cinematic genius. Oh, Monster Trucks happen. <laughs> because monster trucks happened because a producer asked his i think then three or four year old son what would be the best idea for a movie and he yeah. said what if there were trucks that had monsters for engines and then he started production of this movie before anybody could stop him and paramount animation <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go they folks have, they have a list of really bad properties and this is a movie about crabs under the boardwalk. That's what it's about. Well, maybe That's the, what I said. Maybe it was the kid's idea again. I want, I want to see it though now. I want to see Monster. It sounds so stupid that I want to watch it. Why am I like this? <laughs> okay. Caught ya. Oh no. Speaking of things that are so stupid, I kind of want to watch that. Actually, this is, I, I, I don't know. This is, it's mainly just like the idea. It's not necessarily stupid. It's just the idea of this is, I actually don't know what this movie is going to be like exactly. And that intrigues me. Am I going to watch it? Probably not. But it's intriguing. I'm going to go with 13 Lives. Okay. Just damn it. That was my pick. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I'm picking it, I'd be interested to hear your reasoning, is just because the idea of Viggo Mortensen and Colin Farrell in the survival drama sounds weird to me. Okay. It's, well, Monica, you were going to pick it. It it was one of my considering things. It's a true story. Mm. It's based on the 18, I I don't know how to pronounce, Tham, it's the soccer players that got trapped in the cave and they had to go rescue them. And Ron Howard's doing a movie about it. So Rob has been watching the documentary, which he highly recommends. And that's why Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like there's still enough interest. Hmm. Also, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Yeah. But just Colin Farrell, like maybe I, there's a, there's something in Colin Farrell's like film history that I am completely unfamiliar with, but I was like, that, okay, interesting. Hey, Mav, you're up. Okay, you're gonna go shotgun wedding, aren't you? No, I, I'm not <laughs> taking. I'm not taking shotgun wedding again. J Lo has film in her and it's already been taken i i will not take shotgun writing so this is next on my list and i i want this to be good i i I, this is a movie that i will see and this is one of those ones where you pick it for me 
And uh, it's the movie She Said. And oh, She Said is mm. about whistleblowers in the Harvey Weinstein incident. Mm. And, yeah. and it's about the start of the Me Too movement. And I feel like this is the kind of thing that's going to get like a Rotten Tomato score of 90% and no one's going to go see it because they're going to be like, oh, it's too woke. I don't want politics in my movies. Mm -hmm. I'll go see it. And I want to see this movie. By the way, it's journalism. Yeah. But but yeah, it's about the people investigating Weinstein. So like, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Okay, Monica, your last two picks. Oh, no. We've hit the point where I have exhausted my list. So. <laughs> ah, that's always the best part of the last two, yes. Because Wayne shows Babylon, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wayne did Babylon. All right. So my first pick is going to be Italian Studies, starring Vanessa Kirby, because I don't think it's going to make a lot of money, but I think that she's consistently done films that critics enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, good, good enough reason. Now, this is the Mr. Irrelevant round. This is <laughs> hardest round in the game is the last one. <laughs> These are always the, it's always exciting if somebody actually manages to pick a good movie at the end. <laughs> We'll see. Which has happened before. Maybe not in the very last pick, but it has happened yeah. in the last couple picks. Do I think? Um, I'm conflicted between a real movie and dogs starring Jane. I did think about I did think about dog. That's what I was originally going to pick before I changed my mind. All right. So. I'm not going to pick it. I'm going to pick it for a movie that will make absolutely $50. But it's Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Because okay. it's about Dior, and I want to pick a fashion movie. Okay. Fair. All right. I mean, a, a lot of times the Mr. Irrelevant pick, the final pick is always, you know, again, that, that's where I took cats because, you know, sometimes you take one for yourself. And I think that's I think that's fair. And I think that's wonderful. And when Monica wins like next year, I want you guys to remember that I said that. <laughs> Speaking of cats, Mav, you're up. Okay. So I'm also in the same place with Monica where I was um, considering dog as my final pick. Uh, cats than dogs is your final pick. No, it's just dog singular. Oh, dog, dog is the touching story of Channing Tatum and a dog. <laughs> I, 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 I do kind of want to see it. It looks kind of fun. But no, um, I'm not going to take that because the next thing where I was considering next to it, which I'm also not going to take, which was Oh Hell No, which is a buddy comedy with Ice Cube and Jack Black. No. I want to see, see that Please. just because it's a buddy comedy with Ice Cube and Jack Black. And I just want to know what that looks like, but that's not what I'm picking either. I'm going to go with a personal choice. This is going to make literally, I expect this to be the movie that makes the least amount of money of anything that actually comes out because it will probably be, it'll probably be in release by itself because the filmmaker will probably pay to put it in front of cinemas, but it is a labor of love from someone whom I actually enjoy. So this is not a funny pick. This is something I'm actually looking forward to. I want to see Clerks 3. I'm taking Clerks 3 as my final pick with Kevin Smith. Okay. There's no, there's no release date yet, but the film is done. And I've been like, I, I listened to one of his podcasts and it's great because he's in editing phase and he's always very excited about, about how his editing and he'll start every show. So yeah. So, you know, I knocked another three minutes off Clerks 3 today. I'm, this thing's going to be so tight. And he's just like, <laughs> as someone who edits our podcast and it's just uh, got another 60 seconds on it, I, I just appreciate that thing where he is going, you know, if I can take another 32 seconds out, it's going to be perfect. So that's what I'm taking. I'm taking Clerks 3. Okay. All right, Kat. Yeah, final pick. Uh, I'm going to go with White Bird, A Wonder Story. Okay. Because war dramas. It, People watch those. I believe it's a spiritual sequel to the movie Wonder or something. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's yeah. one of them it's there. It's some kind of sequel. I don't know. But I don't think. It's, I, I think it's a. I think it's a sequel mostly in name only though. And I think it's one of those it's, movies that's for. It's like one of those feel good um, family Christian movies that like. 
have a very dedicated audience. So you're not picking poorly for the four. According final to the Google, it says it is a quote companion piece unquote like in yes. air quotes so and it's about like fighting nazis loosely <laughs> so someone hmm. will watch it yeah okay okay uh and wayne your last one so i'm <laughs> torn between home team and uh texas chainsaw massacre because they're so similar Heart heartwarming family drama mass murderer yeah those are yeah, I, you know, there for whatever reason, there's always a, a market for the horror film. So let's go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It, that's a terrible choice, but it's the last one. So mm-hmm. just watch. Dog's gonna make like four hundred million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's actually, it's is it the only movie that comes out? <laughs> movie theaters, dog comes out. People like five people watch it, and then all theaters across America spontaneously combust at the same time. <laughs> Well, Hannah's still got to pick. Will she yeah. take the? Oh no, I I've thought about this, and I have to go with my heart which is not dog. It is oh. Shotgun Wedding. It will not oh be dog. No. <laughs> but, but I have to because Jennifer Coolidge and Darcy Harden from The Good Place is in it. So I have to go with it. I just have to. You are it. contractually obligated. It's yeah, true. Like, yeah no, that's fair. And also it will make money because there, there is an audience. I mean, it might not make a lot of money and it probably will get bad reviews. But you know, but you know like, it's okay. Like, no, it will make a lot of big quantity of, yeah, of money. Like they're, 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 it will have a r- wide release in theaters and it will be during the summer. So there's a chance It'll come out, whereas Dog's being released in like February, if I know how to read, and it's like almost eleven o'clock. So that is actually dubious. So, so I, I had to do it. I'm not going to win anyway, so I might as well just be free. Yeah, you never know. As, as the last couple of years have shown, this is a crapshoot. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah. I, oh. I, I can't win because I wanted it too much when I cared, and now <laughs> capitalism has eroded my soul, so I don't want it. Which is why so. you know. <laughs> Uh, that's the, those are the picks. I'm I'm happy with my list. I think I don't know. I have to look at yeah. back. Look at I, back. Just, just looking at release dates. I have three movies all coming out the same weekend in July, so I'm competing against myself. Yeah, that that does happen a lot. I, I mean, no, Nope is probably going to do better than the uh, the animated yeah. crabs, but you never we'll know. See. We'll see. I, I don't. I really don't remember my list, so uh, I guess send me the link to the spreadsheet. We're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good. That's a good idea. Well, thank you guys. This is all again my favorite show of the year, and. I, I'd like to thank the Academy for my win last year. <laughs> but, you know, if you're listening to the show, let us know what your picks are. You know, you don't have to compete with us. You get to just pick whatever movies you want. So let us know what you're looking forward to and what you think is going to do well. If you think we chose something that was really crazy and stupid. If you're really looking forward to Dog or Shotgun Wedding, I especially want to know. <laughs> so let us know in the comments. Funny fun fact about Shotgun Wedding, by the way. Yes. Army Hammer got removed from that. Oh, did they actually edit him out? Like he, he like dropped out, and Josh Dumble is now the groom. Oh, okay, no, yeah. I, I don't, they they didn't they didn't Kevin Spacey him. No. Anyway, I guess we can plug stuff. We have no guests, so <laughs> uh, Monica Marvelous. We're- People can find me on Instagram or on Twitter at Monica Marvelous. On Instagram, that's L O U S, and on Twitter, that's L O U X. Tell me how dumb you think my movie choices are, <laughs> especially going so quick for Don't Worry Darling as my second pick. <laughs> I, that that was a choice. Oh, <laughs> uh, and Paladrum Hannah. You can find me at boxpopcast.com where we post our blogs about what we're going to talk about next. And you can leave us comments. Um, also, I'm sort of on the internet at Hannah Lee Rogers in places, but I never do anything interesting. So don't follow me. <laughs> Uh, adjective was Katya. I feel sad that I've been denied an adjective. Can you so... pick one? They just picked 
their adjectives. They just pick one. <laughs> no, you can't pick your own adjective. Both of them did. <laughs> Doesn't make it right. No, not on purpose. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I picked Monica Marvelous as my email address when I was 16. You can't hold me responsible for things that I decided when I was 16. <laughs> Right, that's like somebody else picking it because you were a very different person. You were sixteen, I assume. Where can you find me on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at just that nerd kid when I eventually post again sometime this year. <laughs> There's your most kid. likely nerd kid, I guess, <laughs> for um, the same reason. Wayne, also uh, it, yeah, your last it, name's it, just an adjective. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Instagram Tetrock twenty twelve, uh, mostly photos, daily photos. I get off the daily thing because of stuff the last month or so. I'm trying to get back on it, so. And draft commissioner Stephanie. Yeah, this kind of reminds me that I need to set up my website. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not really on Instagram or Twitter. She has accounts that she. I have accounts, but I never use them. Less than you guys yeah. do, which is. I, I appreciate that we were able to spur you on to whatever your website is for professional development or whatever. Yes, thank you. I, we I, were I, able I to think, do that for you. I thank this program for that. <laughs> well, Steph, I want to. I left you for last because I want to thank you for once again serving us. Our yeah, draft thank you. Yeah, thank you. you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, all the places, always at Chris Mather. Mm-hmm. You can follow the show, all those same places, at Vox Popcast. You can follow the show's blog at www.voxpopcast.com, where you can find out what we're talking about next week. I actually don't know what that is. <laughs> if you enjoy the show, and you certainly hope you do, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever the hell else you get podcasts from. And do us a favor, leave us a five-star review. If you leave us a five-star review, especially on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, that gooses the algorithm, makes us more popular, really helps us out, and gives us something to read, something to feel good about. And again, you have to go wish Monica, you know, a happy, what do you call it? Is it a happy wedding? Just congratulations. I don't know what you say when people are getting married. Yeah. Isn't, it isn't, great. Best, isn't it best wishes for the bride and congratulations <laughs> to the groom? I say having watched Gilmore Girls and drawing that from nothing else. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds right. (laughs) Sure. I would like to thank Thoughtful Music for Epic and playing this out. I'd like to thank you at home for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.